welcome everyone for a new episode for self-love talk show where we meet uh, amazing uh, soulful feminine leaders uh, and they share with us uh, their stories and uh, the entrepreneurial journey they've been through and how self-love was key for their success so today i have with me anna kinkela She's a women's, uh, spiritual women leadership coach. And uh, we do a very similar work. We connected through Instagram and I'm very, very happy to have her today here with us. So welcome, Anna. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. So Anna, let's tell us a little bit about your story. Um, where and when did you decide to become uh, a coach and how was uh, your journey until today? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my story, I, um, I started off as a mental health therapist. So I entered into doing, um, this similar type of work, but definitely in a different context, um, in my twenties. So you know, I did that work for about eight years and around 2015, um, I was just having a lot of conflicting feelings about the work that I was doing and felt like I was stuck feeling kind of trapped and not feeling like I was truly living my purpose. So in 2015, I just started to do a ton of personal development work. Um, a ton of work on myself because I was finding myself in a place where I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't necessarily even really love myself. And so I started doing my own personal development work. And through yoga, through different mind-body practices, um, by the time 2017, beginning of 2017 rolled around, um, I knew that I was ready to leave my nine to five job and do something completely different. And um, I had several friends and acquaintances who had entered into the online space as coaches in one form or another. And this was something that was a completely different concept to me. I never knew you could have a business online, mm -hmm. that you could coach online. And I became really inspired by their stories. And in 2017, I left my job and I stepped into entrepreneurship full time. And that's when I really became a coach and also entered into having a small private practice on the side. So um, it kind of all came down to just being in a space where I felt like I needed more freedom and wanting to live more in alignment with my purpose. Amazing. And um what made you decide uh, to like leave your nine to five and how do you find like the courage to go into the unknown a little bit yeah that's a really good question um i think it it's a little bit different for everyone i think for me i just got to the point where it was really hard for me to do what I was doing every day, doing my nine to five every day. So I think I'd been frustrated with it for a number of years, but I think I just finally reached a breaking point where just like physically, mentally, emotionally, I couldn't be 
at my job anymore. It was just getting hard on me in all areas of life and it was affecting everything. And so, you know, and I, I've heard a lot of people talk about this, a lot of entrepreneurs talking about it. It's almost like, yes, you have a choice, but it's almost like you don't have a choice um, because it's getting so hard for you to just be in that space. And so I just kind of made the jump and the transition, um, having faith that it was going to work out. Um, and I also worked with a coach that year that really helped me also see the possibility um, that I could do this, that I could build something online. And because I was able to kind of tap into what she was able to achieve, she was also able to pull me forward with her own vision um, and what she was able to do in her business. So um, it was really powerful for me to have um, that kind of mentor who was already there and it proved to me that if she could do it, I could do it too. That's amazing. And uh, how, like, um, how did you move through uh, the different stage uh, of the business building? Because we know that, uh, you know, being both in the same path, you know, it requires uh, a lot of uh, presence and self-love, self-care, commitment to, to the vision. So how do you move through the different uh, moments, like up and, up and down and the difficult moments? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's such an important question because I think wherever you are in entrepreneurship, it requires you to be present um, in all of your ups and all of your downs, especially the downs. Um, so I think for myself, you know, especially when I started out, it was all about embodiment work and it was all about learning how to fully accept all of who I am so that I felt really powerful in sharing myself and sharing my message. And I think that this is one of the crucial cornerstones of entrepreneurship that you have to have in order to be able to grow and make your business work for you. So um, I spent a lot of time doing my own internal work and a big piece of that was definitely meditation. Um, a big piece of that was working with other coaches who could help me um, shift out of some of the ways that I was used to thinking about myself and what was possible for me. And, you know, and then I think once I was able to do that deeper inner work um, and really learn more about myself through that work, learn what I was about, learn what was really important to me, that's when my business also started to um, become my own and really become a reflection of the, the things that I cared about, the things that I wanted to shift in the world, um, the things that I really wanted to help other women with. And, you know, once I had the embodiment on board and as I'm continuing to always focus on embodiment, um, applying the strategy piece in order for my message to kind of go out and be heard in a strategic way is also a big piece of the puzzle. So I consider embodiment and strategy as the kind of two big cornerstones of um, helping our businesses grow and expand and um, really be in alignment with where we, we want that, you know, to, to grow into what we want our dreams to be. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, like, uh, what does embodiment mean to you? Mm. Yeah, to me, embodiment 
uh, means a lot of things I'm really passionate about embodiment, but um, mm-hmm. essentially it means really um, getting your mind, body, and soul in alignment and congruence. And it means going from knowing something to feeling it in your entire being. Um, so in your physical being and your emotional, mental, spiritual being and radiating that out into the world. Um, so I, I work with a lot of women who tend to kind of um, get stuck in their head mm-hmm. and they know quite a bit about, you know, they're pretty aware, they know about themselves, they know about what they should be thinking, but they're just not experiencing it internally. Um, so a lot of my work is really kind of bridging that mind-body connection and also connecting them with spirit so that the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body raises up into the the space of the larger purpose that soul has for them. Mm. Mm. And uh, what what are for like for you and also for your clients uh, what do you think are the best practice you mentioned before meditation but what are the best practice to connect uh, with the the spirit the universe the higher self uh, how we want or god you know how we want to call it mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's so many ways to do it i think definitely for me the main one is meditation and i personally um practice quantum meditation um and that's one of the things that i teach to my clients so it's really allowing yourself to rise into the quantum field and um you know, be present with that highest self and learn how to bring that highest self into your everyday. And I tend to call that soul embodiment. Um, it's, you know, something that I teach my clients and that I try to practice myself. Um, I think, you know, the other piece, there's a lot of practices that can be spiritual and it just depends on how they feel to you. So, you know, to me, Um, dancing can be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whatever evokes joy in my body um, and in the present and um, whatever I can do to kind of bring down into my physical space, the experiences that I feel in meditation is what's going to help me and my clients with the embodiment part. So anything that kind of feels joyful to me is what I do on a regular basis is also part of my spiritual practice. So moving in different ways, um, doing different activities that evoke that, surrounding myself with people or things that evoke the joy in the everyday. Mm. Yeah, mm. amazing. And um, how do you, like, uh, you know, in the moment of uh, doubt uh, or, or if you ever had this kind of moment, uh, how do you like uh, pick yourself up uh, or um, what kind of self-love practices, uh, self-care do you use? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good question. Mm. Um, yeah, I think in moments of self-doubt, one of the practices that I have is always turning towards the doubt and mm. really allowing myself to Um, see it and to understand it. Um, I think as human beings, we're, we're really programmed to run away for, from our uncomfortable feelings mm-hmm. and from the places that just don't make us feel good. And so one of the things that I've really learned in my own self-love practice is that it's so crucial to turn 
towards ourselves to turn towards the most uncomfortable parts as a way to really um, accept ourselves fully, accept even what we consider quote unquote bad um, along with the good. And, um, and so for me, like when I'm experiencing self-doubt, I really turn towards it to witness what's there and what's underneath that. And through witnessing it and just kind of having a conversation with that part, um, usually the energy starts to shift in some way and starts to um, transcend um, into something different. Not always, but a lot of the times it does. And so a lot of it is like the practice of turning towards myself and also acknowledging that it's normal for all of us to have doubt. Um, we're human beings and we're gonna have doubts and we're gonna have hard times and that's okay. And so I remember that it's all temporary and if I can just hold myself and sit with myself, um, that that's the greatest expression of love I can give myself in that moment and that it's going to pass and teach me something that I need to know. Um, so I always kind of consider it the thing that's going to take me to the next mm. level of mm -hmm. my personal or business development or both. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so funny because uh, or a lot not funny. That's so aligned because I just did a, a video on Instagram speaking exactly about that on how you know discomfort and uh, our shadows and uh, what you know what we, society has told us that is bad. In reality, can be like a portal to a big uh, breakthrough and to a big discovery and a deeper knowledge of ourselves and the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Completely, 100% agree. I think that, you know, when we talk about ascension, ascension just in our um, individual and life and also in our business, I think um, oftentimes what gets missed is that we also need to learn how to hold our human self mm. as we are learning to embody higher levels of our embodiment in our spiritual realm. And so both needs to be really present. We both need to know how to be rooted within and also rising towards the sky. So yes, shadow is just as important as any light work that we are doing within mm. ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you think, uh, like nowadays, like the consciousness, obviously we know that it's changing, it's rising, that we are, you know, in a new era, in a new space. Uh, how do you think we can really bridge uh, this um, spirituality with our human self uh, and create more impact uh, in the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, um, I think that it's important for us to be rooted in the everyday reality. Um, I think sometimes, you know, when we're rising in consciousness, there tends to be a lot of spiritual bypassing that happens um, individual on an individual level, on a social, on a cultural level. And um, I think being able to create the most impact means really kind of holding both of those spaces at the same time. So it's being able to hold the shadow in ourselves, but also the shadow in other people and other people's experiences. Um, because the only way that we are going to rise together 
is if we actually recognize each other's pain and acknowledge each other's pain instead of um, like putting light and love on it. And I think that there needs to be space for both, right? We can have light and love, but we also need to be present with the reality of everything that's happening in the world. And there's a way to do both. There's a way to be present with the reality, but not um, you know, sink into the shadow of it. And there's a way to have another foot in light and love and pull ourselves and other people along with us in that way from a place of true compassion and presence with what is going on with them and what is going on in society and culture. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like in the in the type of work you do uh which type of women do you normally work with uh, and um what are the challenges the main challenges you see mm -hmm. yeah i um so i typically work with female entrepreneurs and um they tend to be spiritual more high achieving um kind of have a high self-critic, um, so tend to criticize themselves quite a bit. And um, they tend to have already done a lot of personal development work, but a lot of what they struggle with is um, really feeling and experiencing themselves differently. So they might know what they should be thinking about themselves, um, but they're having trouble really making that bridge between knowing um, what they should be thinking and then actually experiencing that in their everyday. So there's a lot of maybe imposter syndrome or a lack of confidence or not feeling enough. And that tends to, um, that unconscious message that they have about themselves tends to replicate itself in their business. Um, and so there's fears of being seen. Um, so that might manifest through like not being able to get on camera or not really being clear on what the messaging is in their business. Um, just being unsure of how they're, you know, going to move their business to the next level, to the next step, um, lack of clarity, things like that. So they're really kind of needing to focus on that internal work and needing to focus on um, accepting all of themselves and their wholeness and then moving into that other space in their business where they're feeling confident, um, where they're you know, feeling in alignment with their truth and really experiencing their inner power and being able to shine that out into the world. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's resonates. <laughs> it resonates, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I, you know, one of the reasons why I work with those women is because you know, I'm that woman too. Um, and that's something that I always struggled with um, a couple of years ago is I, you know, had a ton of knowledge, especially as a therapist, but I just didn't feel embodied in that knowledge within my own life. And so I do think that there's this gap um, in the personal development industry where, you know, we know a lot of information and we have access to a lot, but it's so easy for us to kind of prioritize the head and not know how to step into the into the flow within ourselves and truly release and surrender. So um, my greatest teacher has been that. And so I, you know, teach other women um, to do that as well. Um, and so it's, it's pretty rewarding in that way. Yeah, because, you know, as, uh, as you said, as uh, educated, uh, high achiever, 
women, we tend to know a lot, uh, learn a lot uh, conceptually, but mm -hmm. then uh, the, like the embodiment piece, uh, it's really intense sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? We can, yeah. um, we can get stuck uh, so much uh, in the head uh, and, uh, and create also our business and life from the neck up. Yes. Uh, forgetting uh, all the rest of our body and soul and hurt and everything. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're speaking my language. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's totally true. And I think we also, you know, um, we live in a society that very much um, prioritizes the intellectual mind over the intuitive space. Yeah. And, and so I think for women especially, you know, there's this message, if you want to be successful in this world, you need to learn how to, um, you know, you need to be smart, you need to be intellectual, you need to prioritize these things and kind of, it teaches you either consciously or unconsciously to push away your intuitive nudges mm -hmm. and to, to truly trust that. And so a lot of my journey has really been coming back to fully and deeply trusting myself and my intuition and learning how to use that in my business in a powerful way that's supported by systems and by intellect. Cause I think you have to have both. Right. So, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, what does success uh, in business and life uh, means to you? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, success in business and life. I think for me, success means um, feeling at peace within myself and um, being able to open myself up to receive more than enough and also give more than enough. Um, I see myself, I think my my success is living in a place that fills my cup, being with people that, um, you know, energetically feels good to me, that nurtures me. Mm -hmm. um, and also leading in a way, um, creating transformation for other people that um, creates true impact in people's lives. Um, and so I think as long as I have the impact on board that's something that's really important to me and also quality and joy in my life um that's what i consider success um and i'm truly you know one of the things that i'm really working on this year is allowing myself to feel abundant in every area of my life and you know that's something that I've withheld for myself in a lot of different ways because of stories that I've had. So I think success for me means embodying also in abundance on a lot of different planes um, in my life and in my business. So um, yeah, and I think honestly, success for me would be living somewhere by the ocean and being yeah. connected to the ocean. I'm such an ocean water yeah, person. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like for whatever reason, I'm like meeting a lot of women lately who are um, also ocean people. And I've lived most of my life by the mountains, which are beautiful. Mm. Um, but I'm just like feeling such an intense pull to, you know, live somewhere where I have access to water, where I can like feel it in my body that 
it just feels like such a huge part of my own embodiment. So that would be a huge marker of success for me if I just, if I lived somewhere where there was water, that would feel so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I always say that uh, I for sure was a mermaid or, you know, something Mm. like this. uh, Because uh, it's so, like, the sea, for me, it's like my happy place. Uh, That's so Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... I don't know if you've had this experience, but I, I sometimes feel like in my meditations I have, I go back into memories of being in the ocean or the sea and, and swimming. So, you know, if other dimensions or past lives exist, then I was definitely some kind of sea animal creature or maybe a mermaid. Um, so I definitely identify with that with you. Yeah. <laughs> And so are you planning to move uh, in the near future or you? Mm. Well, that is a good question. Mm. Um, I, yes, I am planning to move in the near future. Um, I don't know where yet, Um, but that this, I don't know if you feel this, but 2019 feels like a huge year of like transformation and change. Um, and not in a shadowy kind of way, but in like a, like a rising kind of way. And, um, there's just so many things that are up in the air right now for myself personally and business wise and things are shifting really rapidly. So I am probably going to be moving later this year and I am looking at places that have ocean or sea. So if you have any suggestions, you let me know. Barcelona, you can move to Barcelona. (laughs) I've been to Barcelona and it's, I love Barcelona. I had such a good experience when I was there. So you never know, maybe it will be Barcelona. (laughs) So... um... What would be like uh, your best advice uh, for women out there who want to like up level their business and their life, uh, but they are currently, you know, facing uh, fear, shadows, uh, they, are, they feel stuck uh, and they, they feel that they cannot move forward? Yeah. Well, my best advice would be to really turn towards the shadow because usually when people are stuck in that place, it means that there are ways that they're avoiding that either consciously or unconsciously. Um, And so I would really recommend that they turn towards those parts and do deeper level work with them um, and really shift the relationship that they have with those parts. Um, I think a lot of the time when we're feeling like fear which tends to create a lot of um, paralysis for people. Um, Our instinct is to kind of push away the fear and force ourselves to move forward. And even though there is a piece where you do have to just do the thing, um, another important part of that work is actually to turn towards that part of you, towards the fear, and really understand it. Um, Because what I see happening when women do that is they start to shift the energy within themselves um, and the energy of the relationship with those parts of themselves. And that is what helps them get unstuck. And that is what helps them 
start to transition and move forward in the direction that they're led to go in. Beautiful. And uh, what do you love most about being an entrepreneur? Mm. I, what I love most is freedom, the freedom aspect of it. Um, I'm a Sagittarius and um, I think I'm a Sagittarius to a T and Sagittarians are very freedom. Um, they chase freedom quite a bit through travel, through all these different means. And to me, the fact that I have such freedom to travel, that I have um, freedom to do my business from anywhere, and that I also have the freedom to work with um, amazing, powerful women who are impacting the world, um, that is just such a gift that I am really grateful for and that I stumbled into this and found it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite thing. I think the freedom and the impact part are, are my two, two things about entrepreneurship that I love. And also just the ability to be creative and use my own creativity to build something is such a huge part of the enjoyment that I get from this work. Um, cause I love creating and I love thinking up big dreams and big visions and putting them into action. So, mm. yeah. And, uh, what are, uh, right now your favorite, uh, like resources, uh, books, uh, podcast, uh, whatever you meditation, whatever you are using right now that you really love? Mm. Yeah. Good question. Um, so, you know, one of the, let's see, which one do I pick? Um, I think in terms of meditation, um, I've been really influenced by the work of Joe Dispenza um, in terms of quantum meditation. So if that is something that your listeners are interested in, that is such a great amazing place to start with quantum meditation. Um, and by reading his books, you're going to learn so much about it. Um, so that's a favorite of mine. Um, in terms of books that are helpful, um, there's a book called Self Therapy. And a lot of the shadow work that we've been talking about here um, is covered in that book. The, the model that I use in my um, coaching with women is internal family systems, IFS. And um, self-therapy, the book does a beautiful job of really breaking down um, what IFS is about and has a lot of really great exercises that you can use um, to help you start to do some of that shadow work from the internal family system perspective. Um, and in terms of podcasts, I, I have so many podcasts I listen to. Um, one of the ones that I, I really enjoy a lot of podcasts from NPR, but I like to listen to how I built this. Um, it has a lot of inspirational stories of other entrepreneurs who built, um, companies um, from scratch and so it's something that I listen to for inspiration and just also an extra dose of like you can do this when I need it um, so that's a really great one to listen to as well great and 
where can we learn and find more about you online? What, what are the next uh, projects you have for the near future? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on, online at www.anakinkela.com, A-N-A-K-I-N-K-E-L-A. Um, and um, I'm most often on Instagram. Um, and my Instagram handle is at wild soul speak. Um, and right now I'm, I actually just launched a five day, um, free challenge that you are a part of, which I'm so grateful Hi. for. You're doing a, um, free giveaway. And depending on when this podcast episode is posted, um, it may or may not still be going on, but it starts March 4th and the challenge is, um, a really good reflection of, you know, a group program that I have called soul, soul bodyment. And, um, it's for female entrepreneurs who are really wanting to do that internal work, um, to, um, you know, raise into a different level of embodiment in their business and in their life. So, um, the free five day challenge is something that you can sign up for at my website. Um, if, if the podcast is released before then, and if not, um, you know, I run that group every three months or so. So um, I run it through the five elements of nature. Um, so it's a way to deepen into different layers of your consciousness and really get to um, whole self embodiment. So um, yeah, that's kind of what's going on in my business world. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And in your life, like what's going on? What big project are you working on for your future? Hmm. Yeah, I think right now this year is, um, is a project of, um, you know, coming home. And I think part of that involves location. Um, I'm really renegotiating where I feel at home. Um, and, you know, I think I'm also really doing a lot of work in my personal relationships, um, in my romantic relationship. There's, you know, been a lot of shifts and renegotiations. And so that is kind of where I am expanding in my personal life. So I might be living somewhere completely different and, um, and hopefully also will deepen more within myself and also in my relationship with others. So that's kind of the, the big pieces, the relationship and my location. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And uh, a last uh, advice, uh, piece of advice you want to leave for our listeners? Hmm. You know, I would say don't ever give up on your vision because if you have the vision in your mind and in your heart, that means it is meant for you. And what's required of you is to just keep going and to keep turning more and more towards yourself um, because that is what is gonna lead you into realizing that big vision. So wherever you are, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling discouraged, just don't stop. If it's in your mind, it's possible for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anna. 
it was really, really a pleasure to have you. Same here. It was so lovely to talk to you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, whatever our listeners want to connect with you, they can find you on Instagram, on Facebook, on your website. Uh, so, so happy to be connected. Yeah, same here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.